Welcome back to the With Joey B podcast. Why don't investors read investing books? According to Naval Ravikant, Luca and I are here again to unpack this as we continue the sequence on Naval. So, Luke, we, yesterday we were talking about Warren Buffett, very famous investor, um, great, almost modern philosopher. And this is Naval's point. So many um, high-achieving people, investors, entrepreneurs, figures from history, also seem to have this second role almost of being a philosopher. And uh, it's very interesting to unpack why that might be. He makes the point that people like Warren Buffett and, and Michael Berry, who's the guy Christian Bale plays in, in the big short, why they don't read investment books and why they do sound like philosophers. He says, investment is a real world activity that is highly multivariate, which means there's so many factors, more than like a little brain can compute as, a, as Taleb, I'm sure, would agree, right? And so what is needed is a broad understanding as it's always happening on the cutting edge. So, for example, while you're reading some investing book, um, you know, there's this latest breakthrough, DAOs and whatever, online communities and driverless cars and these things just keep happening faster and faster. Philosophy helps people be more stoic and less emotional, but also grounds their judgment. That's why so many notable investors are also quite philosophical. Now, we've talked about this topic a bunch of times before, Luke. Does that make sense as to why the philosophy is super powerful, whereas actually reading investing books might be not ineffective, not negative maybe, but just way less effective than the other things you could be doing? Because Naval says you basically got to be all over like history and long-term stuff, but also right up to the minute and everything in between is almost a waste of time. Mm. I think, yeah, that makes sense. It makes sense in basically things are changing so rapidly in terms of technology you can't just sit on something but they have a broad understanding of philosophy or human nature i think charlie munger goes deep into um psychology as well because he he makes the argument that markets are a very human um a human thing markets are an aggregate of human psychology Mm, basically like it's kind of if you want to measure where society's at that's actually the best thing to use the markets for not like the health of companies necessarily. Yeah. <laughs> it's the way I always thought about it because it's all about people's reactions and perceptions of what's going yeah. on. That's why you get such such weird things happening. And I'll come back to this idea. We talked about the importance of judgment, right? So Naval nails it here. When you're emotional, obviously it clouds judgment. You might think of this in the context of one of your relationships, right? Romantic relationship. Think about the friend you know who's way too clingy with their ex or, you know, is way too needy in their relationship. They can't see that things aren't working because they're super emotional and their judgment is off. This is the same point but applied more broadly. Um, so, So many people get very emotional about their investments, Like They'll invest in Tesla because they like... I don't know, they like the, They think electric cars are cool or they think the cars are beautiful. And they make an investing decision for emotional reasons. Not intuitive. Intu- intuition is different to emotion. Intuitive is like you've got this sense that you can't really put into words, an instinct. Emotion is more impulsive. And so you actually really want to be able to spot your biases. And this is why Charlie Munger is so big on psychology and why his 
500 plus bloody page book, Poor Charlie's Almanac, says almost nothing about accounting and finance and, and how to value a company. And almost everything about philosophy, thinking about life and that, because it's actually, it's not this one skill that lives on an island. Judgment is something that's, the way you do one thing is the way you do everything. So to actually be measured and, and like be in control and be able to spot your biases and overcome them. Like Charlie Munger is a great example. He's very cautious about his successes. He says, there's nothing more dangerous than my successes. They start to make me, um, give me that kind of hot hand fallacy. Like everything I do mm, is going to yeah. turn out and get overconfident. That's actually the biggest risk. Now I continually say, and it makes the more and more of the, this podcast you've listened to, the more and more this will make sense that we should really be crafting society in the mold of an investor. Because part of the journey of being a good investor, as far as I can tell, not claiming to be one, is this emphasis on philosophy and judgment. So you can be very well balanced in your thinking. I always say that the best books on business for me are Awareness by Anthony DeMello, which Luke, mm. you also love. The Celestine Prophecy by James Redfield, which has nothing to do with stocks or property or anything like that. It's very spiritual. And probably Eckhart Tolle's The Power of Now, which again is nothing to do with really business, finance, accounting, or any of these business concepts. They enable me to detach and see things more clearly, right? I understand what's happening inside me on a deeper emotional level that actually impacts the decisions I make. And it, judgment is all decision-making. Do I invest in this or do I invest in that? That's decision-making. Whereas reading Bezonomics or something like that, or Jim Collins' books about business, like they're interesting, like there's good stuff in there, but they're never really addressing you on that deeper philosophical, um, psychological level. But you are ultimately the vehicle that is interacting with the world. Those things normally talk about what happens outside of you and, that, and the dynamics that you're in. So to make this concrete, ego will always be the biggest factor that can hijack you, which is what Munger is talking about with getting a hot head after a few wins and thinking he's an invincible divine investor, right? Like you see that very well balanced by Taleb's philosophy too, right? Not like we miss, we always are overestimating the role we've played in our successes. It's all this ego getting inflated. So very powerful. And I think that the, the emphasis on broadness. So, you know, Naval reads a lot of science, right? He loves science books. He also loves history. He also loves philosophy. And obviously he always talks about how he's very big on math and logic. So what you're talking about there is something very multidisciplinary, very broad. Charlie Munger is once again, the ultimate, you know, he, he's got that quote, don't let your university lecturers teach you just one discipline. You should study all the disciplines so you've got all these different mental models of thinking. He applies different ways of thinking from engineering to the physics to, you know, I think, I don't know if he mentions the arts, but there's so much value in appreciating the arts. It gets a big knock. Um, and then you think about the figures I've talked about way earlier, Da Vinci. Da Vinci is the ultimate multidisciplinarian. He's an engineer, painter, <laughs> made dental breakthroughs, made, uh, studied the human body, wrote plays, wrote music. So just, just complete, and that's why he's such a diverse genius. You've just got such a broader understanding of the way things work. Whereas so much the, the linear thinking about, I want to be good at investing, I want to read investing books, 
is a natural narrowing of perspective. So quite counterintuitive. So that is what I think my takeaway is that 90% of people who are probably listening to this probably need to go broader rather than more narrow to unlock more, I'd say, creativity and unlock the value of, say, philosophy, things like philosophy and history to ground your decision-making. Because I always think, Luke, everything we do is an investment. Mm. Like right now, you and I are investing an hour to record these episodes, right? For whatever reasons, we've decided that that was a good investment today. So I think that is the that is the interesting thing. Everything you do is essentially an investment, right? You go, you're always looking for some sort of return. You go to the pub with your friends, you're looking for a social return. Um, <laughs> you're looking for some sort of feeling as well, right? You, you you go to bed, you are still looking for a return in, in forms of sleep and, and replenishment. And you go into a certain career, you're investing your time into a career path for some sort of return. You know, so what, what returns actually matter to you and how are you picking those? So it's, again, always the helicopter, as Gilly would say, and looking at things from a bigger picture perspective. And the way to do that is more through history and philosophy. Mm. That enables you to see much more. Yeah. I think it's when you, yeah, you, it's, it's a very common thing with all these people, not just the characters you've mentioned, is looking at through a philosophical lens provides people because especially in investing you have to as you said not be emotional which is very difficult which is why the markets fluctuate so much i think i remember something that stuck out to me with warren buffett was he like if if he doesn't make an investment for a whole year that's okay yeah like he'll (laughs) just be playing bridge and reading and doing like he he's developed that self-discipline through so many years because if you make a wrong judge, like focuses so much on that judge, that aspect of judgment, because it's so important in, in investing and arguably many other aspects as well. There's that story I heard about Warren Buffett where he's playing golf and someone bets him $20 that they'll get uh, a whole, uh, get it on the green or something. And he, he refuses to take the bet and they go, why won't you take the bet? You're a billionaire. It's just 20 bucks. He goes, well, it doesn't matter. The odds don't make sense. <laughs> yeah. I think I think I think that's a good note to end on. So, um, you know, go broad, re- delve into philosophy, you know, nudge nudge this podcast, especially earlier on is more about practical philosophy than anything else, self-awareness. And that that is why. It's because this is the pathway to I don't know, higher contribution. So, yeah, check out the newsletter if you want the updates. It's a uh, link to that is in the description www.withjoeby forward slash everything joe luke we're back again tomorrow and we're going to talk about how to help people while you sleep like naval ravikant i'll see you then